1: The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including... AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, Ustream, and XZoneTV.com. If you'd like to give us a call, toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, tv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Linda Backus. And Linda is a Reiki master, intuitive reader, spiritual guide, and channel. Currently, she is channeling energy portals for the Ascension Energies of this year. These images are available on her website along with others' reactions to aligning with this work. Linda conducts Reiki classes, provides light body activations and personal readings. In other words, doing what she loves to do. Stepping into our uh, passion now is the key, according to Linda. When her own powerful energy emerged, she became attuned to use usui, uh, I believe that's how it's said, Reiki, and have been helping others in that modality ever since uh, then. She created a radiant life center for body, mind, and spirit, and now pursues a lifestyle of assisting others in manifesting their highest good. Joining me now from Charlotte, North Carolina, is Linda Backus. And Linda, welcome to the Zone.
2: Hi, Rob. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for that lovely introduction.
1: Well, it's my pleasure. Now, how bad did I slaughter that name of Reiki, that uh, branch of Reiki?
2: <laughs> I followed the Usui. It's Usui. Dr. Usui, form of Reiki.
1: I see. Now, w- what was your inspiration for getting into doing what you're doing?
2: Rob, I was in the presence of some pretty powerful channels about 10 years ago, and when you're in that space, it just put me in such a a feeling of awe and Mm -hmm. respect for the work, especially in realizing that our angels and guides are simply on the other side of the veil, and they're here to help us and to guide us. And I thought, what an incredible...
1: Hmm. So,
2: I I had met a girl by the name of Jan Gresham. She was giving um, messages, and and what the profoundness mm-hmm. of those messages were. That in the we were given a message on one evening, and then in the next couple weeks, we watched how all of those messages manifested. I would watch the news and and see what was what was coming forth from her message. And this happened over a three month period where I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, the energy coming through her was indeed valid and, um, that just blew me away. So I thought, what a thing to do. And oh. that's how I really started my journey.
1: Okay, you and I have to start a journey to a commercial break. Please stand by. Linda Backus is our special guest. www.lindabackus.com L-I-N-D-A-B-A-C-K-E-S dot This is The X-Zone and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Linda Backus and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Don't go away.
2: Doesn't mean much
1: Linda Backus is our special guest this hour, ExoNation, www.lindabackus.com. Tell me, Linda, what was your prime motivation for your desire to channel?
2: When I was in the presence of channelers, as I've mentioned before, mm-hmm. I knew that I had a special gift to give I had gone through an amazing experience where I faced my own mortality and um, went toward natural healing. And when I came out the other end, my energy was extremely strong, which led me to Reiki. And in being in Reiki circles and among that type of group, um, I knew there was more that I had to give. And so I set out to become a channeler myself, mm-hmm. and I started to do that by, by reading a lot of information and really setting my intention for wanting to, be, uh, to cross that veil and to provide a bridge, because I know that for myself I was seeking um, spiritual guidance. I wanted to be sure who that was that was coming through. And I also know we're given spiritual guides to travel this journey with us. And I really had an an inner desire to connect with those guides in a a clear way.
1: You said, but why did you want to become a channel? um, What was it that you wanted to accomplish? Most people don't want to do something unless they have an an inner bred or embedded desire. So what was yours?
2: Mine was for clarity and confirmation. I know your guides have your highest good in mind. They are Mm -hmm. of the light. And when you're in moments of of doubt or confusion, or you just really are, are letting go and letting God, if you will, connecting with your guides can be an amazing way of asking for that kind of guidance. Now, bear in mind, they never make decisions for you, but they are certainly here to guide you on your path. And I thought, what a tremendous opportunity to connect with my spirit guides, my angels on the other side of the veil. Um, I had had profound dreams Mm -hmm. of those kinds of connections and uh, really wanted that on a daily tangible basis.
1: Is, is there more than one way to channel? And if so, can you tell us the different forms of channeling?
2: There are many forms of channeling. And when I began to learn myself and as I coach others and how to connect with their guides, um, you need to discover the best way for you. The way I started after reading a lot of information about how to connect with my guides, I started in meditation and doing automatic writings. And that's where you simply in meditation, you've got your pen and pad ready, you there's a whole process that you go through. And then I simply asked what messages are there for me. And I noticed that as I started to write, there was a realization that these were not my ideas coming through. These were in fact messages from my guides. And that's how I began. Now later that shifted from automatic writing to actual mediumship, if you will, where I could feel the energy profoundly and hear the words. And then it that was a, a whole different form that it took.
1: Tell me, um, what kind of messages were you getting the very first time that you decided to do automatic writing? And, and you realized, well, wait a minute, these aren't my thoughts, these aren't my ideas. What kind of ideas were they That 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 said, you know what, there's more to this than just writing.
2: I was, at a, I was at an interesting juncture in my life where I was leaving a profession that mm-hmm. I loved. I have was a high school English teacher for 23 years. And as I said, when I, I went through this amazing healing and came out the other side with intense energy, and I learned Reiki, and at that point, I knew that my life was going to shift, and I really wanted clarity about what it is I needed to do in the next step. How was I to step into service? Mm-hmm. And so those were my initial questions, and there was a, a, a tremendous need for some answers on that level, and so that was the kind of guidance that came through. Um, and it was profound. I I got messages about trusting, about putting myself out there in service and and being okay with having a spiritual business that um, was fairly new to me. Um, I had to trust that I, I wasn't going to be relying on a steady paycheck and all of the, the accompaniments of being in a profession that I was used to for so long. So that... that first guidance was probably the the utmost intention that i had was to get clarity on who my guides were and what direction my life would take stepping into this new profession
1: now what can someone use the information that they receive channeling for
2: I think the first of all, you need to to find your comfort zone and how is it that you can connect with your guides. Um, some people are claircognizant, for instance. They they have an inner knowing and they connect with their guides through their internal thoughts and and their psychic ability, if you will, which we all have, by the way. Um, another way that you know your your style might be clairvoyance that you mm-hmm. have profound dreams or that you see particular symbols, you have an inner vision. Um, some people are clairaudient. They hear particular messages. Others are clairsentient, like myself. I knew I had a healing touch. My hands were hot, and I wanted I wanted more guidance on what that meant, So once you figure out what your particular format is, if you will, what your particular strength is in your connection to spirit, then that's the modality that you can use.
1: At what age did you realize that, you know what, there's more to life than I understand?
2: You know, I think I've always had that feeling from the time I was little, um, as a child, I knew, I just knew that I was to become a teacher. I knew that that was my mission in life. And um, I embodied that. I, I love teaching. I, I embraced my students and, and just had a fabulous time with that. I'm still connected to many of them, even though I've, I've left the profession. When I was going through my healing crisis, then it was another stage where I knew that if I were to survive, that it would be for a particular purpose. And so I think when we're open to that inner guidance, and that's the key is being open to realize that there's profound um, energy that goes beyond yourself. And when you are open to that, whether you call it the guide the God source or the divine or whatever name you give that, when you open your heart and you have a willingness to sit still and to listen and to feel, then you know you're guided. And I think I've honestly had that my entire life.
1: How do you how do you help others using your channeling?
2: One of the things that happened to me, um, I call it a miracle, was on eight eight eight. And that those dates, those triple dates are extreme energetic portals, if you will, for, for the energies coming into the plane. On 888, I was fortunate enough to hold a meditation. Others were in my presence. We had this wonderful meditation at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was able to see Archangel Metatron, who is just an amazing spiritual force, And I was laying my hands on an attendee who came to the meditation. And in that moment that I laid my hands on her, I was able to see profound sacred geometric symbols come through me and go out into her field. And at that moment, that moment was a miracle for me that I knew I was able to channel not only particular messages, but I was receiving a gift from spirit to help others. And when we were finished with the session, I remember Nikki sitting up and saying, oh my, that that was no ordinary healing session. Now, I was gifted that from a wonderful woman by the name of Raquel Spence, and she um, does profound work on that level. And I called Raquel and was just ecstatic with, with the experience. And she explained to me that that was a way in which I was channeling energy to help other people raise their vibratory field. And that, I think, was the most profound way at that point that I knew I could help others. And I have since given many activations of that nature. And on my website, you can, you can go to light body activation, and read some personal experiences that have um, profoundly affected the individuals who've received that. There's been another way, too. Um, The the second miracle that happened in my life regarding channeling was the visions that I'm given on the new moon. And these visions are, are pretty amazing in that they are pictures that I have been guided to say that these are energetic portals. And each image is overlighted by a particular Ascended Master. Mm. And I, I paint the images, which is amazing in and of itself. I haven't painted in 40 years, but I was urged to paint the images. And then the Ascended Master comes through with the message that accompanies that image. And again, I've had people look at the images and have and meditated upon them and have had profound personal experiences. So in those two ways alone, I know that my channeling is is helping others.
1: Isn't that the purpose of us being here on this planet, is to help each other? Isn't that part of the learning Absol- process?
2: Absolutely. And one of the most, I think, important um, truths to fully integrate is that you will receive your dream as you help others achieve theirs.
1: I like and that. It's yeah. all about On that, we're going to have to about, take our news break. Please stand by. Oh, isn't by. that wonderful? Yeah. Linda Backus is our special guest, www.lindabackus.com. And Linda and I will be back on the other side of the news as the Exxon continues right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, with yours truly, Rob McConnell. On MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio TV at Hotmail.com. And our website, TV.com. Welcome back everyone. Linda Backus is my guest of this hour. www.lindabackus.com. That's L-I-N-D-A-B-A-C-K-E-S dot com. Tell me, Linda, are there any negative repercussions to channeling?
2: One of the thing one of the things that are is really important for you to remember is that as a channel, you really have to take care of yourself. Um, you are increasing your vibration to, to match the vibration of your channel. It's a matter of, of clearing your own field and, and interfacing with them on a, on a spiritual vibration. Um, I've, I've known, unfortunately, some channelers who, number one, will get caught up with their own ego, um, thinking that their channeling is profound and, mm-hmm. and um, going off the deep end, if you will in terms of letting their ego get involved. And, and one of the things you always have to keep in mind is that you are being of service, that this is not you coming through, that you are asking to be a clear channel, and that that is a gift. It's not an ownership, if you will. And I think as far as taking care of your body, um, sometimes we forget to always make sure that we are, doing what's best for our own health, getting enough rest, drinking a lot of liquid, and uh, and really just taking care of ourselves so we are at the maximum potential. The other thing I think many uh, channelers need to be aware of is to always use their protection. Um, Once you get used to channeling and, and you get used to that communication with your guide, that's wonderful, but in the beginning stages, you absolutely have to make sure that you are clearing your field, setting the intention to bring in only that which is of the light. And that's something where having the spiritual guidance, if you are new at this, um, that's important to have a, a guide to, to help walk you through these different stages. And um, I do that, I do this work among others, um, but having those key three things in place i think are very important things to be aware of when you're starting out for sure
1: how does one select a guide or how does one get selected by a guide
2: it is my belief that we are given guides when we decide to take this journey on the earth plane that we already have guides who are contracted to help us along our way um... that's been known through the eons as having guardian angels it's Mm -hmm. the same type of concept I also know, too, that as you shift your life's purpose, different guides will come in, and they, too, have have made an agreement with you on the other side, if you will, to come in and help you at a particular, particular juncture of your life. I know when I met my first couple of guides, I ended up having a guide that helps me in my business and a guide that helps me with my personal life, and um, recently... I've been connected to an amazing ascended master who is working with me now by the name of Paramahansa Yogananda. Um, I have admired him for years, and now he has stepped up um, and is one of my main guides.
1: Why why don't guides have names just like Joe, Frank, Jim, Bob, Sally? Why don't they always have these extravagant foreign (laughs) names?
2: You know, many of them do. Many of them do. And if you, once, you, once you have that relationship with your, your guide, you can ask them your name. You know, their name for you, excuse me. Um, but many of them do come from other areas. You know, Yogananda was a uh, famous saint in India, so he's certainly not going to have an American-sounding name.
1: Well, I had a friend from India. His name was Jim.
2: <laughs> Lucky you, you didn't yeah. have to learn how to pronounce his name.
1: Exactly. Um, what are some of the typical questions uh, that you get asked or that you ask your your guide?
0: For clarity
2: purposes, I mentioned earlier, you, you know, if you're coming across something that's um, an opportunity, mm-hmm. to use, for instance, a new job or um, something of that nature, you can ask is this a good opportunity for me to pursue? If someone comes into your life and um, you want to investigate that, you can certainly say about a relationship, is this a good relationship for me? Um, What are some of the things that I need to be aware of? And as I mentioned, guides will never make up your mind for you. They will not give you the winning lottery numbers as much as we would like to ask that kind of question. You can also ask them, If you've had a dream that you don't quite understand or any other kind of message that's coming through that you you want clarity on, you can certainly ask them, is this a personal Mm -hmm. message for me or is this something that's more of a worldly nature? And sometimes when you've got some argument going on or there's some kind of difficulty that you're encountering, you can also ask them for the best alternative. Um, what other options might be open to you? And, and can you, they help widen your perception, if you will, of a particular difficulty in your life. So they're really there to be on your side to help you get whatever it is, again, for your highest need.
1: So are, highest are all these good. guides that, that people access, are they the real McCoy? Have they themselves been successful in their lives? And how do we know the information that was good for a yogi who was around way back when is still applicable in today's, in today's laws, in today's society, in today's life, and how it affects us in our current employment and so on?
2: Even though the outer structures in life may change, the inner structures do not. We still have to trust. We still have to um, maintain our own integrity and speak our truth and live by the values. And those values do not change throughout the So the outer circumstances will always change. We will always be in a state of flux. But when you're talking about spiritual values, living living by your integrity and speaking your truth, those always that's the constant. So we all have in common those times when we have doubt, when we have worry, regardless of what it may look like in our lives, how we handle them is always. Um, going to remain consistent so even though Yogananda may have lived a long time ago and by the way he passed the year I was born in 1953 um, that doesn't matter spirit transcends time transcends space and certainly outer circumstances so the divine guidance that you get is personally and uniquely for you as an individual
1: How do you deal with skepticism? Because I'm sure there are those people that you meet who you talk to about channeling who look at you very funny.
0: Yes,
2: they do. In fact, I think that was one of my initial concerns, is, um, you know, I moved to Charlotte, and I opened up a spiritual mm-hmm. business and do healing work and do channeling and all of this, and my original concern was, oh my gosh, I've landed in the Bible Belt, and how will s- they view that?
1: I was just going to say and, that. Have um, you found any animals nailed upside down on your front door?
2: no you know what when you are open and honest mm-hmm. and stand in your truth and i think others on whatever level they perceive you can connect with that and um i certainly don't go out around proselytizing i don't try and force anything onto anyone that wouldn't be of service at all mm-hmm. i am simply open and honest and truthful and you end up attracting what you put out. That's how the universe works. Like attracts like. So I don't think um, it didn't take me long before I shed that fear and just realized I'm going to be me and that's the bottom line.
1: Can you share with us your most profound channeling experiences or experience so far?
2: When the new portal um, images come through to me, I um, I have been humbled to my knees at the Ascended Masters who have shown themselves to me and have spoken their message. And um, the, latest, the latest portal for, for July was overlighted by an, uh, just the most beautiful, loving energy of Kuan Yin, who is a, um, she's just an angel. Um, Christ has spoken through me. That was extremely, I, I mean, when when some thing of that nature, when a miracle of that nature happens, I just cry tears of joy. I am so honored and I feel so blessed to be able to be the the channel through which that energy comes. And I think um, all of the ascended masters that that have come through me with their message have just had a profound Um, impact upon my life and uh, that's when I know I'm on the right track it's that um, the messages are absolutely beautiful they're of peace and of love Um, how to navigate these very difficult times that are, are happening in the earth and they give a message of hope and when you get all of that wrapped together you just you just know you're on the right track and you're fully blessed
1: Please don't take this the wrong way, but why would Christ talk through you?
2: Christ would like to talk through everybody who opens their heart. I'm not any more special than you or anybody else. Um, If you would have said to me this would have happened to me ten years ago, I would have just dropped my jaw. But once you start to open and truly trust and align yourself with the light, amazing things. Can happen, and I like I said, I'm no more special than anybody else. But I am open, and I do trust, and um, I've I've done the work mm-hmm. to get to that point, which is what I help others to do as well. When I went on your site, Rob, one of the um, the quotes that I saw that I just loved is when you open your mind to the impossible, you will find the truth. That's right, and that is absolutely absolutely the epitome of, of what I have done. Mm-hmm. I, I've opened my mind to the impossible, and once that happens, miracle after miracle shows up in your daily life, and um, it just it expands your life exponentially, if you will.
1: That's right, because when your mind opens, so does your heart, and all things are possible.
2: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. What advice can you give to others, uh, Linda? Who would like to become channelers?
2: I'm sorry, I didn't hear that whole question, Rob.
1: What advice do you have for others who would like to become channelers?
2: If you have that calling to you in your heart, then I'm saying step forward and answer the call. This is the time when many people are getting profound messages. I think we've We've got a time where we're all being asked to Mm -hmm. step up so that we can uplift mass consciousness in the world. This is the time of the ascension. We are heading into a very new age. And follow that call. Do the work. Um, Do the reading. Investigate for yourself yourself. If this is for you, learn from a professional or someone close to you that you can trust, professional or not. If you need a guide, grab onto somebody that you can trust. Um, my my friend Diana Summerford, also in the Charlotte area, helped to guide me. I was I was afraid. I had some fears and and some questions I needed answered. And when I would sit in meditation, even though my mind wanted to do this, I still had some fear issues about letting go and uh, all of the things that you've asked me in today's broadcast. But follow that and keep going with it if you know in your heart. And bottom line, we know. We have a gut instinct. That's what that's for. Follow your instincts. Follow your passions and see it through because the rewards, not only for yourself, but for those that you can help, are just phenomenal.
1: At what age should or could people start to channel
2: There is no age for channeling. In fact, I think some of the most profound messages are coming from our children today. Um, I'm about to finish my first book about the spiritually gifted children, and um, they are more connected to spirit than I think anybody has given them credit for. I know children who have spoken about past lives, who know they are healers. I I know children who lay their hands on people instinctively to heal. And um, so there is no age to this. I think we all can remember those gifts that we we absolutely have been born with. But society, you know, the, the older we get, the more away we get caught up with earning a living and, and living our lives. And we're not always in tune with our spiritual gifts. It's an act, absolutely, it's an act of remembering and then stepping back in that to trust. And there is no age limit for that. Young or
1: old. Linda, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. Please stand by. Linda Backus is our special guest, ExoNation. Her website is www.lindabacchus.com And that's L-I-N-D-A-B-A-C-K-E-S dot com. The in a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, then on a different network from until 6 a.m eastern and then our final network picks us up from 6 p.m until 10 p.m and then the entire cycle happens all over again check your local uh with your local station to get the local listings and if um i'll tell you what we'll be back on the other side of this break don't go away good old Tom Cochran life is a highway welcome back everyone Linda Backus is our special guest now Linda runs a, a um, radiant life center for body mind and spirit in North uh, North in uh, Charlotte North Carolina tongue and mind sometimes don't want to work together and that was one of those times uh, tell us about your center Linda
2: I opened my center for body, mind, and spirit because I think there's a a balance that everyone needs to achieve with those three areas. To be, you know, way off in any one Mm -hmm. of those is not good. We need to balance and and go through our day and and be connected and be healthy. So I opened the the center for that. This is my business. And um, it's worked out well. I I do everything from teaching Reiki to giving Reiki sessions. Um, readings, attunements, um, all sorts of consultations, if you, if you will. And I also would like to offer a special consultation for those in the, in the audience regarding channeling. I will run, because of the show, if you, if you contact me through my website and mention the show today, I will offer a, a channeling coaching. It is a three, one-hour Sessions um, for forty nine dollars for each session, and I'll I'll extend that offer for the next twenty four hours for anybody who would like some help with um, connecting with their guides and uh, have that channeling experience.
1: So, do people just uh, you know like you're in uh, you're in Charlotte? So, do people walk by, drop in, and say, "Hey, what are you all about?" And how do you you know like are they showing a lot of interest?
2: You know, I have a famous... I love this expression. I say Charlotte is waking up, and and I think that about every city Mm -hmm. in that I think we're all waking up. I think there's a tremendous push coming through spirit to get us all on board and to, to reconnect us with what's really important. And it's not just the paycheck anymore. It's about what are we here for and what is our life's purpose. So I, I do networking. I belong to eWomen Network. I, I'm on the web connecting with like-minded people. So I do go out there and, and let people know I'm here and that my door is open and the wonderful thing about the internet and about spirit is that there, you know, there's no mm-hmm. concern with where people live. We yeah, can connect exactly. via the phone or whatever.
1: You and I have to say so long for now, Linda. But uh, quickly, give our listeners your website one more time and how they can contact you. You've got about 20 seconds.
2: My website is www.lindabackus.com. L I N D A, B A C. Kes.com. I'd love to hear from you. Please look through it all of what I have to offer and let me know how I can best serve you.
1: Linda, thanks very much for joining us, Exonation Nation. Linda Backus, www.lindabackus.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the hour, as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. By the way. As I was going to say before we went to the last break, the X-Chronicles newspaper comes out next week, and x TV starts again Monday. Don't go away.